0: i started looking into telehealth when i got out and we decided to launch telehealth for veterans you know for yeah. less than 20 bucks your whole family can have telehealth not oh, each well. person but the whole family and a lot of times people just need somebody to talk to they don't need to go sit in front of a psychiatrist and psychologist and give them 300 an hour right yeah. they need someone to say it's going to be okay today yeah and telehealth can do that you're listening to the expertish podcast
1: Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? All right. Welcome to this episode of Expertish Podcast. Today, we've got return guest, Michael Hinkle, the president of Skill Mill, and a few more things coming up. How's it going, Mike?
0: And it's going good. I, I I can't believe you brought me back twice. I must've been pretty good than the first time. Uh We had
1: a late, we had a late cancellation Oh, um, okay. And, okay. and you know, you being over, a, I'm the back at plan B. Yeah. You'd be in further East. I knew I could catch you. You know, you'd be awake already.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, barely.
1: Barely. Yeah. 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 No, man. I uh, was excited to get you back on um, a lot of good feedback from last time and a lot of stuff I learned last time. And I actually pass out the info about skill Mill quite a bit um, with people looking to transition out because to be totally honest, one of the biggest benefits that somebody like me that even that I can remember, you know, as far as all the details is when people are stressing about <laughs> really stressing about writing their resume and stuff like, oh. that. like Hey, there's a workaround for that. So
0: Hey, and so. I, you know, I told you last time, welders don't write good resumes, but they can weld, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. Not, uh, and everyone's, I, when I was getting out, I knew what I was doing. I had this company and I, you know, I had to go through the process of writing resumes and doing all the normal stuff and it was stressful for me and I didn't even really need one. Uh, you, you know, you'll take a young enlisted person and they'd rather go work eight hours and yeah, you know, do anything besides look at a resume and try to type something, man. It's horrible.
1: I, I definitely know a couple people who took jobs that they absolutely, I think, knew ahead of time was not for them because it was a done deal and they didn't have to do a resume. Yeah, and I'm talking yeah. senior people. You know, we're talking people that did 22 years or something. Like, I would rather just take this job than write a resume. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's sad. It's true. You know, we we've helped a lot with that, uh, and our system keeps, like we said, we keeps getting better and better each day. And you know, the ultimate goal for skill mill. You know, you fast forward three years from now, there would be no resume, so to speak. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And even with our new system now, this is not out yet. And actually, this is the first time I'm going to talk about it on the air. Uh, You know, I have my own podcast and haven't even put it out there. Mm -hmm. In our development, and we're probably about 30 days away, people will actually have the ability to go in their profile, put all the skills they want, and then before they hit print or save, they can go in and highlight the skills they want. So it's a custom resume for whatever job Mm -hmm. you're applying for. Don't put the other stuff in that you don't want uh, Print it in a resume style format. So you're, you basically have, you know, as many resumes as you want in one profile, Mm -hmm. because me and you both know, when you go to apply for different jobs, you have different resumes this way. You don't have to retype your resume. We help you build your profile once and you go and highlight which ones you want to send to that company. And you're done.
1: That's yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I could even, I could even possibly do a resume then.
0: Yeah, that's the only way I can do
1: it. I was, I was going to say, <laughs> you and I may have taken the even harder route, where we would rather start a business ourselves than than write oh a resume. Uh,
0: and it is hard, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it is. It is way hard. Um, uh, I mean, it's 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 definitely. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's definitely, definitely some reward, and it's gratifying, and you get to. You know, if if something doesn't work, there's no one to do. You know, look at myself in the mirror when I'm brushing my teeth and go, "Man, you really sucked yesterday. Okay.
0: Your boss but, is horrible."
1: Yeah, that, <laughs> you need you need a better boss.
0: Yeah, that's what my wife. My wife tells me my boss is an asshole. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm in charge. <laughs> which
1: I, uh, and it, and it yeah. still takes you a minute. It still takes you a minute, right?
0: Yeah, but well, there's so many programs too. If you want to start a business, I mean, that's the CEO. There's so many programs boost the business out there, and the SBA. Amazing. Amazing. And I just actually uh, next week's my graduation, but I just finished my final presentation. Um, you know, I got selected to be part of emerging leaders program. That's pretty tough to get into. And that was seven months of I'll call it hell, but it was actually fun. And I got a lot out of it. And last night was our final presentation. So next week I'll be a proud graduate. I think that gets me a nickel uh, or something, but you know, I learned a lot.
1: Hey, that hey, that's that's cool. I'm just wondering who wrote your application for that. It had to have been your wife, or you ran that through SkillMill too, didn't you?
0: I actually did use SkillMill. I used some of the database stuff, and uh, I used the Small Business Administration. Right? I used all my resources for that one, and that's what it's all about: veterans helping veterans. The one thing I learned going through the course, if nothing else, and I learned a lot, was your network is the most important thing you can have, and if you really want the help. Jay, you're going to get the help and that's civilian or military military is a lot better about it, veteran to veteran, but there are people out there to help you do anything you want to accomplish in life. You can do just, just reach, reach out and someone will help you.
1: Yeah, I I agree. And I think that I lacked in that a little bit when I first was transitioning out and, didn't know where to look necessarily. And I think it's getting more and more out there too, between, you know, podcasts, YouTube, um, all the programs that are, you know, some of the larger company programs too. I feel like that it's even the information is more accessible now than ever. And I, hopefully it'll keep growing to be that way for everybody, you know, in the future, because I I do feel like all of us, especially, I know you feel the same as I do any of the, uh, any of the pains that you've felt growing your business, you kind of want to prevent that for other people.
0: You do. And uh, some of it you're not going to, but yeah, I I love sharing stuff like that and the downfalls. And, and, you know, we talked about that last night, my biggest mistake starting a business is I think what a lot of people do and they know better and they do it anyway, you spend all your money on a great product and then you don't have any money left for marketing. And you're like, wait a minute, what happened? Uh, No one knows about me.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I'm telling you, that's what we're we're focusing right now to really um bring in the pros for the marketing and stuff because yeah. it's very similar. And for ours, it was um, a lot like that, to be totally honest. Um and it was also just a fear of like making sure that we have the product right as well. You know, like just not knowing how to balance that, like, hey, let's make sure the products dialed in before we even push it out. Like for us, it would be our systems and how we, right. you know, it help people get into homes or educate or whatever. And you're so focused on the quality of that, that, like you said, sometimes it's like, wow, you've put so much into that that you're drained by the time it gets to put that, you know, put the word out.
0: Well, we, we just launched uh telehealth for veterans, uh, you know, in August and we August kind of friends and family month to make sure everything was right. And he built that. You know, over a nine month period of sweat equity just poured our hearts and souls into it and not a lot of money. And now it's time to go out there and market uh, that so that, you know, we're right. October was supposed to be our marketing month, but the truth is we're about two weeks behind in marketing. Of course, the product's great. So now we're going to start marketing here. Uh, well, right now, uh, our first campaign goes out today.
1: Awesome. Uh, so basically, what what you're saying is I'm like your kickoff marketing thing that that I'm the well, first you I'm the first person you came to to push the word out on telehealth.
0: Well, now I don't want you to get a big head or anything, John.
1: <laughs> but way too late, man. I just I've, I just like to assume that you know I'm kind of the foundation to most things. Um, when we all know that, yeah, pretty much I'm along for the ride, and I have like really cool people around <laughs> me taking care of stuff.
0: Me too. Uh, yeah. Surround yourself with the right people in life, right? Thank yeah,
1: I have to, man.
0: <laughs> I do too. Keep me keep me focused. You know, uh, I miss having an executive assistant. Um, when you worked in an office and everything, you know, everything's virtual now. And I'm on Zoom, you know, six hours a day. Uh, but I don't miss going to the office, but I do miss that connection. You know, someone keeping my ass in line. Hey, yeah. you've got to be here, 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 here. You know, now it's right. just me.
1: That's, that's a tough one. We're actually looking at office space now trying to decide if we want to, you know, buy a spot or or whatever the case is, we, you know, got some other kind of business plans coming along with it, but kind of like what we were talking about earlier, we really want to kick off a, uh, with a few other people here, not just my business, but uh, like a veteran business incubator to oh, yeah. just like people transition that want to come have a spot to work and you know we'll, we'll have some education along the way uh you know like weekly courses and stuff but then have mentors just there on site to to be able to help them get through get that start you know that and maybe uh not miss some of the opportunities that maybe i missed or you missed um you know when we first started out you know
0: well our our goal at skill mill is to partner with 50 uh ncds non non-college degree programs and be their veteran resource center because you know college is college but we're really looking at the trade schools, um, yeah. um, you know, vocational centers. You know, you don't have to be an expert to look around and see that there's a severe shortage of skilled labor uh, right. and another two year associate's degree in criminal justice. Ain't going to cut it.
1: No, it's it. Right. not. Yeah. Uh, so
0: w- we're going to partner with the right people. So veterans get the word um, and, and we know what they're looking for. I mean, yeah. anyone can tell what they're looking for. Watch, watch the news, step outside, you know, drive down the road, you know.
1: It's true. Yeah, that's very true. Well, I want to bring, let's, you know, we're going to get back to your, you know, that you're kicking off your marketing and stuff, but this tele telehealth, I want to say uh, back to the marketing part though, a little congratulations like that you should be definitely should be putting that on the number one Navy veteran business podcast, all three categories. That's, that's pretty impressive, man. There's your marketing right there. Congrats for that.
0: You know, I kind of expected that when, uh, Best Navy podcast. You know, uh-huh. I'm Navy. I, but when we won the overall veteran podcast of the year, I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty I haven't huge. even put that out. I haven't put that out yet either. I mean, it's kind of out there because they had the award show, but uh, you know, we haven't put anything out on our social media channels and we plan to do that by the end of the week. But yeah, pretty exciting. Me and Serena, you know, again, we did this, it was sweat equity. Right. right? Uh, we started this thing less than a year ago. Um, and we recorded probably 10 episodes that we threw away because we, we really messed it up in the beginning. And then we're like, okay, now we know exactly what we want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, like most things in life, we just did it. And then if it didn't work, we shifted gears and tried it again.
1: All right. I've got to dig up those 10 that you threw away and use that for blackmail or some, uh, oh, you know,
0: you, you, yeah, they were very <laughs> <really> funny.
1: <laughs> that, all better. All better.
0: Well, I, you know, you you listen to people and you get their advice, and I got, you know, and you're like, okay, you want this format, but then as you go along, you realize, you know, I'm going to be me, Serena's going to be her. Um, we just talk about life, and we've been friends a long time, and we're both funny, so we didn't want to make it serious. So we did. Right,
1: right. Hey, I think that's the man. How many times do you learn that in business as you go through that that you've kind of just got to do you
0: all the time you know, titles don't mean anything. It's all about skill sets, right? It come, It always comes back to skill. Uh, anytime you sit down and you hire someone, you know, you shouldn't be hiring them into a position. You should figure out what they're good at. If you're going to hire them, put them where they can succeed. And yeah. I love the saying, you, you can't judge a fish by its ability to climb a ladder, right? <laughs> um, which is true. Position and they fail. It's really your fault. Right. Right. I've always felt that way.
1: Also when you uh, I've found in my you know vast business experience here in the last few yeah. years um, <laughs> that sometimes too. And I think we saw this. I mean, I guess we, we were fortunate. I would say this, I'll go back and say we were fortunate too. one thing that I really liked, um, with the military was Mm -hmm. when we transferred, you, you had choice, you had ways to, you could choose how you looked at your life when you get to transfer commands or locations or whatever the case is. Um, you could look at it as like, Oh crap, another move. got to start over. Or you can look at it as, Hey, you got a chance to reset, rebuild yourself and take what you've learned and apply it. It was like having a lab class every few years. Right. And then, yes. and then the scary part was for somebody like for me is if you're in any leadership position, it's like, okay, cool. Well, here, here's those people that you either totally screwed up or, or did, you know, uh, you know, that you had some <laughs> kind of impact on one way, because you're going to have impact one way or the other, right. It's going to yes. be positive or negative, And you can have a big choice in that but it just with a little bit of reflection on what worked or didn't, you get to go to the next place and start over and try to refine that or take what does work. So really, as far as education goes, it's like just an ongoing lab class that you just take a different, you know, you get to reset and try again every three, four years. So I don't know. I'm yeah. pretty appreciative of that to be honest, now that I'm in the business side.
0: I am too uh, much more resilient than most people. Right. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it goes and we can change. We can flex. Uh, we don't think we don't take things as personal. I, I, I can't, I mean, that's just a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how sensitive some people were. True. I, I am not sensitive, but I will hurt your feelings in a minute and not <laughs> even know that I did it. Right. Because I'm just honest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, then another learning point was learning that talking to Civilians, as they become my friends, like I do, my military friends. It takes a little bit of transition. They don't get that right away. Uh, that the deep harassment is love, you know.
0: <laughs> well, last so last night we're on a Zoom call. This is a, I know we're getting off track. I, I got to talk about as, it's all good. Like that. but yeah. But uh, this other veteran was in the class, and he just got a haircut, and it was messed up. Right? <laughs> they cut it so short, and of course, my very first comment was like. Hey, bud, looks like he got your money's worth at the barbershop. Right. And I thought it was funny. He thought it was funny, but I'm sure everyone else in the class was like, Oh my God, I can't believe he said something about his hair.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what you get. Yeah. His money's worth a hundred percent. If I, if I come in jacked up in any way, I'd expect, well, now it's cool because, uh, well, I guess I think it's cool. Maybe other people and but, um, some of the people around me on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis, like Maya's, you know, runs all the operations and it's, you know, she, she's civilian, but now she might as well be military. She, everything, but the cursing, she doesn't curse. Never. I've oh, never good. heard her say a curse word, but the sarcasm and the, uh, you know, anything else that can come my way, or, you know, with all my friends that come around, she's like right in there now. So now she's just one of us, except with a, a cleaner mouth. So, oh, that's uh, good. I love sarcasm. Yeah, me too. Me too. So especially <laughs> when it goes over my head and takes a second for me to realize it's about me. Yeah, that's uh, the best that I can learn. Speaking, from. It.
0: Speaking of which, uh, nice shirt. Thank All you.
1: Right,
0: thank so, you. Uh, <laughs> <So> it's cold <laughs> here, man. <laughs> uh,
1: he's like, Oh, you, you got me. <laughs> it's dude, like, we, we just had our first day under 60 in a while. Pretty cold.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that's freezing for me. I don't like cold weather. Yeah. Uh, it's not
1: cool, but Hey, real quick too, you're again on your marketing thing. Uh, you know, I was reading some of the blog posts, which uh, give you credit. There's some good stuff there. I don't like to give you credit, but I'm going to do it this time. But the, uh, the, the one I enjoyed most is the, uh, it's sad, sad it, you know what I mean to say it that way, because there's a lot of good info there, but the one about the Broncos. So, and I noticed that one was like five times as long as all of your other blogs. So <laughs> I feel like there might well, be a little something to that.
0: You know, that's another thing I started writing the blog and really it's to help veterans. It's veteran information. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to write about some things I like. I did, I did on one on whiskey. Right. Uh, then, and then I, got, I say, I have a Bronco addiction, uh, you know, this new Bronco came out and I ordered one, um, and I was one of the first people to get it. I was first one around here to have one. Um, and then I ordered two more. So my wife ordered one cause she wanted a brighter red one. I went out to Texas and did the Bronco off rodeo. So I did a bunch of hill climbing and, you know, Bronco stuff. And I really, Oh, the one I really want, uh, the one i had doesn't have that feature so i i ordered another one they just called me this morning as a matter of fact i have to go down and sign the paperwork on those two um, now people are like damn this guy's got all kinds of money not true people are paying top dollar for these so the yeah. one that is sitting in my driveway now when i sell it i guarantee i won't lose money i'll make money yeah. and then i'll put that money toward the upgraded bronco because my wife my wife wanted the fancier bronco i want one for off-road she wants something with leather
1: <laughs> hey well you you probably found a way to get both so
0: well oh the, the marine grade vinyl seats in those broncos are amazing man i take mine off road i grab a water hose i can mm-hmm. spray the whole, whole inside out electronics and all
1: oh dude i tried that with yeah. my cadillac and it didn't it didn't work well at all
0: yeah you know most of the suvs was it an escalade
1: no, it's the X, uh, XT five. I wish it was Escalade. Mine. I don't like mine too much.
0: Uh, yeah, I can't afford to escalate. They priced me out of the market, but yeah, you know, the blog post. you know what? I have fun with them now. I, and we, I'm bringing on some of my podcast, diapers and deployments again, veteran stuff, but I just got a Brewmaster That's going to come on and teach us about different kinds of beer and the brewing process. Right. And someone's like, well, that's not, that's not very veteran. That's pretty veteran to me. I say, you don't know veterans, buddy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about as veteran as it gets, man.
0: Yeah. So that's awesome. The Brewmaster's coming on the show. So I'm like,
1: that'll probably be your biggest,
0: my favorite guest.
1: That's going to be your biggest hit. That's going to be your uh, most famous podcast, man.
0: Yeah. And I got my YouTube channel up. It's just audio. So I'm going to have to do some video. So I may have to fix this hair of mine or something. I don't know, Jay. I, I like I, audio only. I, I think,
1: think you're Facebook beyond, idea. you're beyond that, my friend. Just don't even worry about <laughs> the hair. just roll with it. Just roll with it.
0: Grab, grab a bourbon and do it out of the Bronco and roll on. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hey, I just happy like hey, we're two retired guys and we still have hair. That's not bad.
0: I know. That's Let's awesome. Let's just
1: man. take that as a win. <laughs>
0: that is a win. Yeah, that is a win. You are right, my friend.
1: <laughs> well, hey, let's talk a little bit about because I mean I'd like to get back to the whiskey and the brewing part, you know, later on. So let's yeah. look maybe a little bit about this telehealth. Cause uh when you first mentioned it to me, what about a month ago or so? Mm-hmm. I, I was like, man, I really want to hear about this because there that's another um it's you're really solving, helping to solve some of the problems with transitional military because it medical is not always easy when it's you're not. Yeah. You're outside. And you know
0: what triggered me um was I I have great health care because I retired. A lot mm-hmm. of people that did not get out that way, they just got out. I noticed that in the business world, people assumed even if you did four years in the military, you had yeah. excellent health care. I'm like, that's not the way it works. Right. You have to retire. Um, and my daughter was finishing up in college, so she was going to be off of my plan. And I started looking around. You know, rewind four or five years ago, I was at Naval Hospital, Pensacola, and we did a, a program called Corman in the Community. Now, people that don't know what a Corman is, um, you know, we call them docs, but the truth is they're not docs, you know, not doctors like people think. Um, they're more EMT trained, right, as the best way for non-veterans to understand it. Right. But <clears throat> they don't even have that level of training, most of them, right? Right. Um, well, we would put them out um, in in the community. We call it the community, but at the schoolhouse and they would see patients right now, most of the time it didn't need to go up any further, like to an independent right. duty foreman, Right. Right. Um, and it was, and then they had a doctor via telehealth that mm-hmm. they can reach out to if it if they thought they couldn't handle it or there were protocols. Right. And that was kind of the start uh, and the program what you realize very quickly is most of the people that go to see a doctor do not need to see a doctor, right? And then you start looking at statistics and, you know, 75% of the people that go to the urgent care, they don't need to be there. And you're talking about running nose, the basic stuff, right? Yeah. So I started looking into telehealth when I got out and we decided to launch telehealth for veterans. Um, And I remember I have excellent health insurance, right? So I'm going to tell you how I used it, um, a week after we launched it. Uh, and I thought, you know, I have to use the product because it's mine, but truth is it's amazing. So my daughter, we were on our way to school. She didn't feel well. And every time this happens, we go, we have to wait on an appointment, right? So it's usually in the evening. She's out of school all day. I go to the office at, you know, three o'clock in the evening when I can finally get an appointment or the next morning, they give her a COVID test, you know, because she's, she doesn't have a fever, but you know how it goes these days. Uh, they gave her a COVID test. She's out of school for three days. I've had to drive there. I have my $21 copay. Like I said, that's nothing, right? Mm-hmm. That's just the easiest way to describe it. Well, she didn't feel well. She didn't have a fever. She doesn't have COVID. We came back home. We called telehealth. We called the 800 number. And they say a doctor will be back with you within 24 hours. I've never heard of anyone taking longer than two hours. Um, nice. Within 50 minutes, the, the guy calls me back. I tell him the symptoms. He talks to my daughter. He goes, okay. Um, in the call. Basically, he said, you know, he gives me the uh, the diagnosis. I can go online and look at it too. When he's done, Um, I go get the medicine. She's, I get a doctor's excuse. There's no cost involved. Uh, She's back at school the next day. I didn't have to drive. I didn't have to stress. Uh, She was in bed and sleeping the rest of the day. Um, Right. And the next day, she was okay. And that's the value of telehealth for me. Now, I'll never be without telehealth now uh, because it paid for itself that month anyway. Uh, you know, for yeah. twenty less than twenty bucks, your whole family can have telehealth—not each oh, wow. person, but the whole family, right? And prescriptions, and we even have a lot of things that go to the urgent care caused by stress. I yeah. think you know that, right? Yeah. Uh, and we even have some basic—I won't call it mental health or you know healthcare—but mm-hmm. we have some medical advice you can call counseling line so to speak right. if you need something more advanced they'll point you in the right direction right? right but a lot of times people just need somebody to talk to they don't need to go sit in front of a psychiatrist or psychologist and give them 300 an hour right yeah. they need someone to say it's going to be okay today yeah right yeah and telehealth can do that and they'll 100% guarantee that you talk to the same person next time you know if you meet certain criteria and then if you need more help they'll point you in the right direction um and you can even—I know I'm talking a lot, but I'm no, excited. I'm this is a great program. And you can even uh, message, right? This does not replace your primary care doc uh, yet. I say yet, uh, right? But most of everything you can do through telehealth, you can even message your pediatrician or sports medicine, general practitioners, dietitians. You, you know, uh, you can send them messages, and you can ask second opinions if you get your lab results back. Mm-hmm. from a doctor and you don't like what you see well call telehealth send them the lab results and get a second opinion for free um it's just there's so many advantages to telehealth um that I didn't know about right and cost savings so for for people who don't have health care uh-huh. the average emergency room visit is about $1400 right yes. um and remember you probably didn't need to go there right uh the, you know you're you got If you wait two hours, you're lucky too. Most of the time, it's four to six hours. My gosh! And you're surrounded by sick people.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's it too, man. So true.
0: Guess what? When I'm on my phone, uh, I'm not surrounded by sick people. Right? Yeah. Um, And it just makes sense. I think people were scared of it before COVID pushed everyone, you know, into a virtual world. Mm -hmm. I think people finally now realize the value of telehealth. Yeah. Uh, Just on just on being not being around sick people. Yeah, the value right there, right? I don't. Yeah. I never like to go the doctor and being surrounded by people who are coughing and sneezing. Right, right. Uh, I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. So I am sold on telehealth.
1: Well, well the I, I know for you know for me like with the you know retired you know using the VA uh, you know, kind of have, I have both right now, you know, I can still use the, the TRICARE side, but that's, you know, you're a little limited on certain things, but, but it's still great, great to have. But on the VA side, I haven't seen, I mean, I just, I was a little bit late signing up for mine stuff. So I've only been uh, signed up for the VA healthcare for like two years now. And I've never seen a physician anyway, because now, you know, that know. came in around the COVID times. So it's just phone calls and you have, you know, it's a nurse practitioner. It's not a, it's not a doctor. So it's a nurse practitioner, which knows, I mean, they're phenomenal, like the right ones, but you know, you're hit or miss it, but it takes it takes forever to make changes with the VA. Like if you're not happy with yours, like it took me uh, forever to get any progress at all. And the sad, it, it, and again, it's a huge, I know it's a huge, huge beast for them to tame. And yes. the few um, doctors that I have seen, uh, what, you know, actually in person have been phenomenal or, or nurses or anybody I've dealt with in person has been phenomenal, but dealing with and getting things scheduled and just the, all the stuff behind, uh, I I don't know if you want to call it the admin side, but the admin, the support side, and then the, the people that are processing the mo you know, like the, like your primary care physicians and trying to get the consults to each thing. It's just a beast. And it's, it's not functional at all. And I hate it. Like, no. So, so sounds like this is a great, like this is can be also a supplement to whatever, Healthcare care well, you have is that it, like it, you it can to have both yeah
0: i have i have the va right mm-hmm. i have tricare and i have this uh i don't use the va because uh, i think you would need... rather me die than use them they have made it so hard that yes I think, I think they're proven to congress that they're saving money the way they're doing that is they're just not seeing people or pissing them <laughs> off and they don't go back but anyway yeah, yeah. <clears throat> some of the things you talked about advocacy right that's a mm-hmm. big portion so one of the things I think that we've undersold ourselves on with this telehealth is you also get advocacy, right? Uh, you can call and they can explain your benefits, the ones you have through your companies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can get personalized support with your networks. Um, you can get concierge level solutions. Like wow. if you have a problem or a billing question with the, your current healthcare, they can help you get to the right person to solve it. So right. that part alone, I'd pay 20 bucks a month for Right. Right. So I don't have to deal with those people. Yeah. Right. That's,
1: um, <laughs> if you could get, if we could get uh, a, a version of telehealth for so many things in our lives, I would, I would pay for so many things just not to deal with a uh, deal with certain people. So oh, me too. if you can, if you can go move on to some of those next, I'll tell you off air, what some of those I'd like you to do are, but uh, <laughs> if you could get those straightened out too, that would be great. <laughs> Well, what about um, like prescriptions and stuff? What if you already have, like, if you have your other insurance and it pays for prescriptions or even like through the VA or getting on a medical base? Oh, that's fine. And you could, telehealth will, you can send prescriptions to anywhere, right?
0: You can. They'll send your awesome. prescription anywhere you want it. So, you know, you use this in conjunction with your own awesome. healthcare, right? Mm-hmm. You can use it for a bridge, you know, like when my daughter was between kicking off my plan and getting her plan. Right. You used it to call in to get some medicine for running nose. I mean, um, you, it, I, it's a supplement for me and I love it. It's If I, if I use it, you know, once and don't have to be around people, I'm happy, but yeah. this advocacy piece, as soon as I have a problem, I'm calling them and they're going to help me solve it. Right. Um, also my mom, right. Medicare, Medicare, Medicaid, all those, all those scams out there too. Right. Um, these people, they'll give you a peace of mind. They can lower your medical bills, uh, you know. They can handle, help you handle appeals and negotiations. Uh, they can give you discounts on RX if you don't have prescription, right. You know, if you don't have health insurance, right. Uh, they can lower your prescription costs. We've really made it user-friendly. We, we, we've we covered all the bases um, right. and on the horizon, you know, pretty soon there'll be some dental and vision uh, on a separate plan. We haven't gotten there yet, mm-hmm. uh, but we're excited. I mean, this, this program, because remember, when you when we wanted to, we set out to take care of veterans, okay, we can get them a job. Now we want to make them healthy, and we want to make them financially stable, right. right? And me and you are going to work together on the financial part, because right. you are the expert. I am not. Um, and I'm going to, you know, you're going to put some posts on my blog, because uh, we want them to be successful, right? You, you want them to have a good job, be financially stable, and be healthy. Right. Um, and we have all that. Uh, now, so I'm, I'm excited, man, this program, uh, you know, nine months of sweat equity, like I said, it, it literally cost us almost nothing. It cost us $18 and a lot of work. Uh, so to launch something like this, uh, is a feat. Uh, yeah.
1: So. Well, when you say $18, and a lot of work, I, I don't, I don't want to just gloss past that because the, uh, that's, that's a few hundred thousand dollars of work, I would say, you know, and I think oh, yeah, that's something no that, you know, there's a lot that goes into those things. And I, and I think, cause I know I did the same, I'll kind of gloss over things like that. Oh, I just had to you know, put some work in and stuff. Uh, that's not like a light amount of work and it. Um, the level of, you know, career path you're at now or the level you're at in your career and stuff, that's, that's a pretty high hourly wage that you're putting into that. So that, that tells me there's some passion behind it. If you're going to spend that kind of time on well, something that's not, didn't make any money yet, right. For you, you right. know, you're not making it, money I, off that for no, no year, you know, uh,
0: but you know, the facts are the facts when we started thinking about this and we went and did our research, right. And that's a big piece of it. Mm-hmm. We actually did marketing research, Jay, before we started that, You know, we yeah, didn't right this topic. Yeah, what? And the one fact that sticks out in my mind, the you know, the American thing, it's like they're their own entity. They uh-huh. will tell you that 70% of doctor visits can be handled by telehealth, right? That's that's from them. Right. So we're like, we know there's a market. Uh people don't want to go sit in an emergency room. People don't want to go pay a copay every time. Um, they don't want to be around sick people. They'd rather do it from their house. And so we knew the product was needed, especially in the veteran world. And especially for those E4, E5 people, uh, people, you know, that are transitioning out of the military. They haven't got to that next job, um, or they live out in the middle of nowhere, they don't want to drive an hour to the hospital, right? I don't know. There's so many great things about it and it's so convenient. Yeah. And I love it. And I can't see myself ever being without it, honestly. I told you that before. I just uh I'm excited.
1: A lot, of, and a lot of our, uh, like you're saying, the E4, E5 that transition out are going, you know, a, a lot are going and utilizing like the GI Bill benefits, right? And they mm-hmm. still need something to get them. They still need health care. They still need, still need the, uh, you know, that, that type of care and, and a little bit of flexibility because you don't know where they'll be. So, yeah, it sounds now I have to. Shit, man. Now you're going to have to get, I'm, I'm going to have to get on here.
0: You, you need it. I want to give you another example of a lady that told me a story because well, stories are the best, right? I just like stories. She said she's, uh, her husband's deployed because aren't we always, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have, that means that they are on active duty. So they have good health care, right? right? But they also have telehealth. He's deployed. She's at the airport. The babysitter's at home with the kids and she's about to board a plane and the babysitter calls the kids sick. Like, Normally, that would mean you're not getting on the plane. Yeah. You're going back home. What they did was they picked up the phone, they called telehealth. The doctor got back to the babysitter right away. They found out it's no big deal. She got on the plane. They called in the prescription, right? So the babysitter could pick it up the next morning. She's about to go to her conference and the babysitter goes to wherever she goes, right? Uh, to get the prescription. It wasn't there. Like, oh, oh. So she calls telehealth again really quick. And they're like, hold on. They got a hold of the pharmacy. They made sure that. The pharmacist knew that the medicine was supposed to be there. They looked it up in the system, the babies that are left with the medicine. Now, I love that story. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. people are always like, I don't need it. I have good health care. But what a convenience, right? Yeah. Her whole trip. Um, there's no reason to cancel your trip. And you know, people are like, Oh, she should have been home with the kid. Listen, you have to you have to make money too. Yeah. Uh, and if a kid's got a runny nose and you can get some Tylenol, I don't think you need to pass on going to work.
1: Well, that sounds opinion, that sounds like a uh, well-planned conference to me, you know, come back and the kid's probably feeling better already. That's to me, that's great timing.
0: <laughs> you're like, Hey, kids crying like hell. Got a fever. Good luck. <laughs>
1: Got <gotta> go. <laughs> no, like, it. Got to go. Tag. You're it.
0: Things happen. Right. And no one gets sick. They're in working hours either. Right.
1: No, God, no, nope. never, never.
0: <laughs> I just, the kids start feeling crappy right before they go to school Yeah. or in the middle of the night when you hear them puking, you're like, Oh man. Yeah. When you, but, when you want to be sleeping. Yeah. When you want to be sleeping, but I love it. I just, uh, I am excited. I, it's got to work. I mean, it's too good not to work.
1: Well, how did you first hear about it? how did you first get interested in it?
0: Well, like I said, I helped start Corman in the community program at Naval Hospital, Pensacola.
1: So it all like, came from that basically, well, or your interest it came, in it.
0: it. It did. You know, I was the command master chief of Naval Hospital, Pensacola, and then for medical forces Atlantic. So I had, I think, you know, this, I had every Navy Clinic and hospital east of Texas or the Mississippi, all of Middle East and Europe. So I've been around hospitals and clinics. You know, my last two years in the the Navy, I traveled everywhere. Yeah, and uh, I saw that telehealth was being used more and more. Right, and I started getting interested in telehealth. And then I saw the the need for veterans. I'm like, well, telehealth for young people. That's in my mind. I was thinking of that E4 E5. Right. Yeah. I when I first got started this, I never thought I would need it. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I wasn't my target market. (laughs) Uh, Right, right. To help them. But it turns out I am. I mean, it's just so convenient and so cost effective that I don't know why anyone wouldn't have it. Yeah. You know, and it's up to eight people. Oh, here's something we did too Um,
1: up to eight people, like up to eight people on one pod for your family.
0: No way. Yeah. Yeah, Because here's what we thought. And remember, you define your family. That was another thing that was important to me. You know, growing up in the military, it's not like every person you meet has a mom, a dad, and right. a kid, and that's and they live at home, and that's the way life is. Yeah, no, most of them have uh, a mom or dad, or maybe they have both, but they also have a mother-in-law that may live mm-hmm. with them, or a cousin that's down on their luck that lives with them, or someone who's considered their best friend, who's who's like their sister who takes care of the kids. And you know, right. your family is your family. You tell me who your family is, because um, right. I never like that. You know. my my brother lived with us for a while. He was my family. Right. Uh, but most places say it's only your wife and your kids and your husband. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But a lot of military families are not like that. I can't, you go to any, you know, any base you're going to find or anywhere in life. Really. It's not like that. Yeah. Mother-in-law, father-in-law, somebody lives with that family and helps them. Um, especially in the younger community, because it takes so much to live these days, money wise. Yeah. Right. Um, so we made it up to 8 people your your family that lives in your house you know that's on your plan for for less than 20 bucks that's as low as i can make it i think uh it's I, fair um i'm telling you man It's, it's awesome. Well, I think
1: being able to define a family, especially, um, these days, things change so much. I think that's, that's a huge, huge piece because how many times through the time you were in or the time I was in, did we see people making probably poor marriage decisions Based on the fact of getting moved somewhere. Exactly. Right. And like, a yeah. oh, girlfriend doesn't have insurance, so they need insurance. They want extra BAH. And I know, man. It's like people make the decisions financially, like, so that they can afford to live. And it, generally does not work out. So uh, it does not work out. Yeah. So I think that, uh, <laughs> having a little bit of flexibility in how we define those things can, can help solve problems like that, because that is not a favor to anyone. And that starts people in a, in a dark hole, sometimes I, know, a black hole, <laughs> financial black hole, well, I guess you'd say.
0: When I was working on my accounting degree way back when, uh, I worked at Jackson Hewitt back, you know, back before they were in strip malls and all the fun. I don't, I don't even know if they're still around. I guess they are, but they were in good parts of town and nice, you know, Jackson, Hewitt helped everybody. I did taxes for a season huh. and I did it in a military town. And I saw a lot of young E2s and E3s come in, you know, in their 20s that just married some 34 year old woman with four kids, yep. uh, which is they're in love, they're in love. But I was like, they want some BAAs. They wanted to get out of the barracks. Mm-hmm. Right. So they, yep. they made that de- financial decision, you know, called it love. Uh, and I saw, you know, you saw a lot of people that you could clearly tell weren't in love; they were just married. They, yeah, and you know, married for the money, so to speak. I, I saw it all in there, man. People, yeah. Oh yeah, and I didn't know so many people wanted to claim their animals as dependents. And I'm not exaggerating.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I didn't. Ha- yeah, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackson was they were an amazing company to work for back then. I just one tax season was enough for me to know that I did not want to be a tax accountant.
1: That'd be, I, you know what I could have, uh, maybe I'm just a little quicker than you because I could have told you, I don't want to be a tax accountant. <laughs> like from the time I took my first math course, you know,
0: I, you know, I've always been okay with numbers and I thought I'd like it. Uh, turns out I don't, uh, so I switched my degree. So,
1: <laughs> what you, were talking, you were talking about the people getting married to get out of the barracks. There's also the ones that it, it brings back uh, different memories, but, uh, shoot, San Diego was North islands long time ago when I was there for one of my uh, FRS so We were there for training and, and the, you know, the barracks that it, it's not like the old school, really, really, really bad barracks. It's kind of just like the little single story wings of buildings, you know, and, um, there was it was actually a Marine. There uh, was a, a couple rooms of Marines that were there for like training for like a year. Right. And uh, we go take a shower, you know, because it was so common, you know, common head showers, and everything. And go take a shower. And there would be this, um, this girl would be in, like, first, we're like, dude, what's this girl's in there? It's just nice. Get out. Like, hey, she'd be like, hey, can you hand me a towel? Like, not even kidding. Like, then it would get to, you know, after I was there a few days and then we bumped into her. She's in uh, her not not husband but boyfriend i guess they'd been high school she so starts they'd been together for like four or five years so instead of getting married though she was going around with him he was there so she was just living in the barracks with him and his roommate oh my god just living there <laughs> i was like and at first i'm like that's kind of weird and i was like but it's actually smarter than getting married for PAH. Oh my you god, you know what i mean like
0: well i i did barracks inspections that we are way off topic i'm going to tell you this and i <laughs> i'll stop but uh Every base I went, I tried to get around to the barracks to see how the sailors lived because that was important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Problem, I would address it with the base command mass chief, right? right away. But barracks room, and there's a stripper pole in the middle of the barracks room, right? And everyone's looking at me for my reaction, of course, but I stay calm, right? Like, okay. And then I turned around and there were high heel shoes, like nice shoes. I have two daughters and a wife. I know What nice shoes look like, and I know prices, right? Yeah. And, you know, when you got $600 shoes and there's more than one of them, and, you know, you're doing something besides being an E3 in the Navy.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Something's paying better.
0: (laughs) Something's paying better. But anyway, I looked at all the shoes. It was clean. The barracks was nice. So that part, I was like, okay, let's close the door. And then, of course, I talked to, you know, their CMC. I'm like, hey, I came here to look at the barracks. The rest is your problem.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Barracks is fine.
0: Barracks is fine. It's very clean in there.
1: Right? Yeah, Funny. you have some young entrepreneurs <laughs> in this room.
0: But I couldn't believe it. You know, and that's not even the weirdest thing I've ever seen, but I won't, I won't go there. But oh, <laughs> I want to get back to telehealth for a minute because the one thing I, I want to make sure I mention. Mm-hmm. If you are a veteran-owned company, right? Um, you can get telehealth for your employees. So even if they're 1099, uh, and that is a discounted rate because you are a single payer, so to speak. Um, so that's a benefit. We want to, you know, being a veteran owned business ourselves, we know how expensive it is to get healthcare. And a lot of people just don't do it. They don't give their employees healthcare because they can't. They're small companies, they can't afford yeah. it. But I think everyone could afford, if you're a veteran owned company and you have two or three people, I think mm-hmm. everyone can afford to provide them with telehealth. Right. Right. So, um, we have an enterprise plan on our website just go to skillmail.com and click on telehealth. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you about getting it for your people that work for you, for your employees.
1: Wow. That's pretty amazing yeah.
0: actually. Yeah. So I guess I'll see you signing up at some point today.
1: Yeah, you probably will. Well, <laughs> probably have to be tomorrow because I think my today's booked up until night 9, 9 PM. So, uh, <laughs> You might see it in the morning when you wake up. How's that? That's when I get you know, to all my stuff is like, you know, middle of the night, you know how that is too.
0: Well, you know, if you own a business and you're selling things to your friends, it mm-hmm. better be good. Yeah. Right. That's true. Uh,
1: that's if true. You're
0: a, if you're a veteran owned company and you want to provide this to your employees, it's a one hell of a benefit, you know, and you can't beat the price benefit versus price. I don't know that there's anything else I can say uh, to make people understand what a benefit this is.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I'm amazed already. I know we we talked just barely about it. Like, you know, I know you're just really getting into it when we were initially talked about it and uh, Mm -hmm. or how it was going to work, you know, as a, you know, bringing it on and just what I'm hearing already. I'm pretty excited about it as well. I can't, you know, definitely, I definitely want to spread the word for you because uh, I'll definitely be, be on it and I've got to see who uh, I'll see who wants to get on for our staff too. I mean, shoot, they all work out of my house right now until we buy another space. So they're basically my family,
0: you know, it cuts down our administrative costs. What I, what I tell the people like you Mm -hmm. You tell us how many people you have. We bill you. You can charge them if you want to, but most people, don't. Nah, it's man. just a good nah. benefit,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, um, for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's cheap, right? And you do anything for your employees. You want them to stay. You want to give them good benefits. And sometimes as a small company, you can't afford to give them, you know, what the bigger companies can. So this right. is just another perk,
1: right? Right, right. Well, and like you're, like you were talking about, most of the things that people need aren't emergency type things. You know what yeah. I mean? So they'll actually use something like this and, uh, you know, hopefully keep people healthier and take care of themselves. And
0: from an employer perspective, it keeps them at work too. Right. Right. I mean, it's kind of selfish, right? You yeah. Know, give them this. You're like, it, Hey, I know you got telehealth, make that phone call. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sit, in, uh, sit in your own office and do it though. And keep the door closed. Yeah. So we don't get of this. <laughs> spray some Lysol over there.
0: Yeah. It gets people back to work quicker, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to take a half a day off work to drive somewhere you don't want to drive to anyway. I mean, you can pick up the phone and then get your appointment and you know when you're going to talk to them and it takes 10 or 15 minutes and you're done. Well
1: it's like uh back in the early days of you know our earlier days there's no way when you're a junior in the military that you were going to get to uh like when you're sick and you know that like hey man I'll be great tomorrow I just need to sleep you know like take something right. go to sleep you know you're going to be great but there's no way you're getting to do that when you're junior without going to you know go to medical go to sick call mm-hmm. spend half your day there to get a note basically a note for your you know to take back to your shop to give them uh, to tell you to go home now for SIQ and come back the next morning and you're like, well, the whole day's been eaten up it. sitting around medical, yeah. like you said, with a bunch <laughs> of sick people, where you could have been just like sleeping and come back to work, uh, you know, feeling well, better tomorrow.
0: In a submarine force, I mean, you, your finger could be falling off, and you're like, hey, tape that shit up. Let's get back to work, and we're going to get you to the doctor after we're done with the maintenance, right? I mean, that's just yeah. A mindset. Yeah. My first, my first week in the medical facility. You know, I had worked in the submarine force for 26 years, so I was used to that. It's just rough. We were just yeah. rough on each other, right? Yeah. And someone, I asked for someone, and they're like, oh, they called out sick today. And they looked at me, and they could automatically tell I was so I was so pissed off I didn't yeah. know what to say. I was like, hold <laughs> on, wait, come in, come to my office for a minute. Explain to me this calling out sick thing that you right. said. They're like, Master Chief, listen, uh, they weren't feeling well. They called in, they're not coming to work. I'm like, no, no, they're coming to work. You can call them right now and tell them that that they are coming to work. I want to, and then they explained to me, we are in a hospital. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) probably not the best place for them to be. Right. Uh, They were going to see somebody later, but I was so pissed off that someone could call out sick. Yeah. Like we just don't do that in the military.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, well for, I I think the the other thing that was a hindrance for a long time, because with me it wasn't obviously submarines, but um, in aviation, if you're on flight status, anything Mm -hmm. you did for the longest time, there was no, Applying common sense to it is cut or dry. Yep. Like if you have to do anything, you're, you're down for a few down. days or whatever. Yep. So it was the same thing. People that even if you knew that you could knock something out in 24 hours, if you took care of it, you wouldn't go get help because of that. Like you, I, cause I would be the same. I would be looking at somebody like, dude, really you went and got right. cold medicine or whatever. And now you're, you can't fly for three days or something like that, you know, where really all they needed was if, if it were more common sense just, well, hey, keep my flight scheduled for a day and let me uh, go right. get what I need. So, yeah, the military, 100%. I,
0: you know, they will tell you that they want everybody to be fine and it's not discouraged or anything. But the fact is, it is discouraged. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if, because we have a mission and, you know, you're sick, suck it up and let's get back to work. Um, I wish more people were like that. And I know sometimes people are sick and they need. Yes. Yeah. But a lot of times. I'm like you you can take some medicine take a Tylenol, you're gonna be fine yeah. let's get back to work uh, yeah and well another thing for telehealth if you were active duty maybe and you wanted to call someone and get some medicine you know over the counter or something yeah. you can use it for that too yeah uh, yeah people just don't they don't want to be down like you said downtime mm-hmm. in a submarine force man we had a guy fall and break his arm the day that we were supposed to leave right I mean broke it bad. Yeah. Of course when he finally comes back to work we're like oh you freaking throw yourself down the ladder just <laughs> the deployment right Exactly they get no pity right No no All you know is you just lost someone that stands watch and now you got to make up their work Yeah uh, you, you don't really give a shit if they broke their arm do you
1: No nope. <laughs> no no <laughs>
0: it's sad but true
1: it it is it is sad but true but it it becomes (laughs) kind of your mindset too for better or for worse because now it's the same like i still live that way and it's it i'm glad though i'm glad though it may not be the best but i'm glad like if i'm sick in the morning or whatever the case actually you know I, i i think also that mental attitude of just not getting sick it really does help you not get sick you know very often um but if i am feeling you know not the best or something. I know that if I can get through that day that tomorrow's going to be all right. But yeah, we also know, I think all that stigma and all that harassment comes from, we also, we've all known some of those people who are sick all the time, you know, like yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah you're, st- you're standing appointment with docs at 8am be at work by eight 30. Okay. Have fun. Right.
1: Yeah. What see telehealth, can you imagine this in the military? It'd be like, are right, you sit next to me and call the doctor? Let's see what he says. <laughs> sounds like you're fine. Get your ass back to yeah,
0: work. Sounds like you're fine. I'll go Sorry. to Walgreens for you and pick up pick up your tampons and you go back to work. Yeah,
1: I see. I see a new. I see a new use for this already. I'm already seeing. Yeah, great alternatives yeah. to this telehealth.
0: It's funny. Uh, we're you know, the military toughens you up. My wife uh, reminds me sometimes that my kids are not uh, in the military and that, uh, they're actually sick and they need to you know see somebody. I'm like, I know, I know, because my daughters know. You don't miss school, right? Yeah. Uh, Unless you're sick, like really sick. Not like you feel like, oh, just don't want to go to school. With that no, not happening. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Can we just like if we have it for the enterprise plan, the staff—that's the one for like staff and employees, right? So if we have that, can it just be a Zoom link to you, and you just know if they're calling from from me, you're like, no, you're oh, fine. Just get back to work. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Just like just it. go back I to work. About that. Yeah, you could probably charge call. double for that one for business. You could <laughs> charge double the price. Yeah.
0: We could, that could be the get your ass back to work link.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at that. Mike We're building, says, building new businesses yeah. as we speak.
0: Mike says you're fine.
1: <laughs> you're all good. <laughs> <laughs> and now you owe me five extra minutes for that phone call. So, <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah. We no, would this... in trouble in the civilian world if we did that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't have HR though, so it's okay.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. I good.
1: figure if I don't hire an HR, then I'm going to be fine. Right.
0: Hey. That's not the way it works, Jay. Oh, you know. Great. We, well, fine. we just completed our HR handbook Did at, you? Like last, last week. We didn't have one. We're all family, right? You,
1: well, basically us too. Can you just send me yours yeah. and I can change names, change some words or yeah. Say, change the titles <laughs> and stuff like that. That would be awesome.
0: I'll take out all the curse words too.
1: Well, then I won't understand it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, you know, it's written to where even a Marine could read it and understand it. So it's pretty good.
1: That's so it's pictures
0: pictures, yeah. <laughs> awesome, man.
1: <laughs> Sign me up. Now nah, we're talking. Well, you so because uh, I don't want to I know we'll, we'll start bullshitting more, but uh for telehealth this you're fully up and running then right now, right? So through your site, you people can go in, skill mill.
0: Yes, we're right. Go to the we're site ready. and yeah. All right. Proof of concept done. Everything works. Uh I mean we're great. We we did the family and friends for two months just to make sure. Uh-huh. We didn't have any hiccups. I mean, we're we're up and running, man. We're ready. Thought
1: you were gonna say you didn't have any friends. So uh, it didn't take long friends. to didn't take long to test.
0: Yeah, I work too much to have friends.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> hey, you know what? you you have time for friends later, right?
0: I will. I I'll have plenty of friends when I get my lake house.
1: There you go. Yeah. I might even actually call your friend then. Just let me know when you're almost there. <laughs> so when to start being nice to you. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you get a lot of friends when you get a boat. Right.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Been there for that one before. Less friends when you need to fix it though.
0: Or, or pay for gas.
1: Yeah, pay for gas. Or or get up to uh flush it out, you know, oh, when you yeah. take it out of the out of the bay. Two hours all those complaining. Yeah, all those things yeah. are a little different. But um, no man, this is this is pretty uh pretty awesome. I'm excited about this one too. Telehealth's pretty pretty cool. I'm just surprised that you got it, that you got I, it going because I,
0: know. I beat you
1: to it, <laughs> uh, man. Well, I'm not surprised that you beat me to it, but I'm just surprised I, that, you know, someone else didn't beat you to it.
0: I am too. I, uh, you know, there's some telehealth out there, but catering it toward veterans and getting it at this discounted rate because of that you know, yeah. group of people, um, it didn't happen overnight. Right. But yeah. it it's well worth it now that it's up and running. And now that I know what we have and I know how many people that we're going to help, it was all worth it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you can be sarcastic, have fun and do good things, right? Like all at the same time. Right. (laughs) Not, There's no use doing it. Um,
0: I am myself and I'm never going to (laughs) change.
1: Fair enough. Hey, well, the next one, uh, since, you know, you dimed yourself out on the, uh, the, I didn't actually read the blog post about um, said you had one about whiskey. I so didn't. we have to, uh, maybe next or uh, next time we do an episode together, we'll have to do it uh, a little bit, at least maybe at least afternoon. And we can, uh, have a, have a whiskey on here or something. Maybe oh, we yeah. can do a little comparison.
0: Well, you know, on diapers and appointments, we do a drink of the week. Oh, That's how we finish our show. Right. Uh-huh. Me and Serena, uh-huh. uh, again, just like everything else in life, we're different. She, she likes the fruity stuff. Right. And I'm a uh-huh. guy, uh, and we have our drink of the week. So it's pretty cool. It's a good, great way to end the show.
1: What's your favorite bourbon right now? What are you, what's um, your kind of, because I kind of, my fla- my taste kind of change here and there, you know, what I what my, I like at the time.
0: Mine, is, mine does too. I, I like Redemption Rye. Right now, that's kind of my okay. kick. Okay. It's very good. It's it's less than 50 bucks. I mean, once you get over $50 for a bottle of bourbon, you're paying for the name. That's my personal opinion. Right, some, right. That's, that's good. But uh, Redemption Rye is under 50 bucks it's really smooth they do have a blue label redemption i think mm-hmm. that's right at 50. uh that that is it's got a lot more uh, flavor to it like full flavor mm-hmm. um so i those are those are my favorites right now how about you
1: okay yeah i'll definitely have to try that i don't think i've tried redemption um I've got my, my faithful standbys that I kind of go to a lot. And that's the, um, like I like Woodford reserve and then I, and like even Buffalo trace, those are just so good. (laughs) I love those. And, um, one of our clients, military, I'm a friend from a while back too. We just, uh, sold their house. They had kind of short, short notice. You know how that goes. He picked up, uh, picked up master chief and it's like, all right, cool. Great. Congratulations. Now you're, you're moving overseas. Like next week basically so we sold his house and they gave us as a gift uh bottle of blantons so we're gonna start that's gonna we're probably break that open uh this week we were too busy last week to do it but
0: i'm gonna tell you i'm not a Blanton's fan i and now i like it right but mm-hmm. they have done we talked about marketing oh my god they have done an amazing job because they have it's, it's hard to get a marketer that well um and it's the marketing is better than the whiskey. How's that? Oh my out? gosh. I I'm like not it. I'm saying it's bad.
1: But. No, no, no. But I see, I know what you're saying. I feel the same yeah. like uh, when people talk, because I, I, I like tequilas too. And uh, when people talk about Patron, I think Patron is I, not my favorite at all. It's kind of garbage to me, but they marketed it super well. I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have Codico, George, George straight tequila. Oh, really? Store.
1: Is that, is it good?
0: It is very good.
1: Yeah. We'll write that down too.
0: Yeah. Codico. See, look at that. We start talking about alcohol after all.
1: Yeah. Right. (laughs) You knew it was going to come to that.
0: Uh, I have a bottle. I have a bottle of single barrel uh, Blanton's from France. If you looked it up online right now, it costs uh, $2,800. Holy shit. Um, And I did not pay for it. Someone bought it to me and gave it to me. Um, It had already been out of. There's only a little bit left, but they they didn't know that it had cost that much because someone had given it to them as a gift a long time ago. And uh, they're like, you know, we have some left. You like Blanton's. Uh, I'm going to bring that to you. And they brought it to me now. That's good Blanton's, but there's nothing that, that yeah. for me, for that price, I would smother to death. If I bought something, it cost it. That's I couldn't insane. drink it. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's uh, kind of to the point of their marketing yeah. A friend of mine who works kind of in that energy imports whiskey and stuff. She, she let me know when to, she'll find things, say, Hey, you need to jump on this. Like, you know, when something's a great deal, uh-huh. something like that. And, um, you know, from being stationed in Japan, I still have some friends that come over sometimes, uh, come over to the States. And there, she found a Blanton's Asian release that was on sold in J- Japan, J- Japan, Amazon.
0: Oh, strange yeah. enough.
1: And it w- basically ended up being like $35 U S. To, and oh, it's man. the same stuff. So I yeah. got a couple bottles. So I spent like $70 and my friend brought over two bottles of Latins for like 70 bucks.
0: So uh, I can just go ahead and send you some Venmo money right today. Done. yeah. Next time you, you find a deal, uh, uh, done. I'm coming to pick it up.
1: Done. Well, next time, <laughs> well, if you get out here, man, we'll definitely get a, we'll set up a whiskey tasting for sure.
0: Well, last time I was in California, I'll tell you this. I know we have to go. Yeah. I, I took my travel bottles with me and my, uh, you know, what are they called? They're mostly for wine, but okay, I took. I took those with me and I went to total wine and more because I wanted the Scotch collection for game of Thrones. And I looked up and they had them there and you're allowed to carry, I think six bottles back in your suitcase or whatever. So I went out there and I went, I went and got me some game of Thrones to, to finish off my collection uh, while I was out there.
1: <laughs> right on. Nice. Hey, you came out with a purpose, man. Well done. The purpose. Well and, done.
0: And my wife's like, are you ever going to open those? I'm like, hell yeah. I bought them to the drink.
1: right (laughs) yeah i'm the same way any of the stuff i have and 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 honestly the more expensive it is the less of it i drink by myself that's more to share with your friends when it's like a special you know something you want to sit around with a friend catch up
0: right my daughter graduated from auburn university in may and uh, we were up there at the lake and i opened up the johnny walker blue it's been on my shelf for i don't know how long right Right. Uh, but i had no reason to open it yeah Uh, but we opened that uh and I told this on my other podcast, but her boyfriend, you know, not a Scotch guy. Uh, he he put Coke in Johnny Walker Blue. Who in the hell does
1: that? Oh man, did she break <laughs> up? Did she break up with him? Or did no. she just school him? Did she school him on it? At well, least
0: sh- she could tell how disappointed I was. <laughs> but, you know, I I want to give the guy credit. He finished it. Like I could okay. tell he didn't like it. He goes, you know, it costs a lot. You, you know, he poured it for me. I'm going to finish it. I was like, you okay. can pour it out. He goes, nope, I'm going to finish it, and he finished it. Uh, but there's yeah.
1: a little redemption there, a little redemption.
0: Yeah. See, we're right back on redemption.
1: There you go. We, we worked our way right back to that rye. It's shocking.
0: Uh, and that's why I need telehealth.
1: There you go. <laughs> I like, you just weaved it all back in. That's, that's why you're a successful businessman.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mike, man, I appreciate your time this morning and, uh, getting you know, We'll have to, yeah, we'll have to make it a little more regular thing. So we can just try out some of these whiskeys for sure. Um, yeah.
0: I'll have to bring you on for a drink of the week.
1: Done. You had me a drink.
0: (laughs) I record my, my podcast. I record at eight o'clock at night. So I'm good.
1: Hey, Hey, that's five o'clock here, which is super respectable to start drinking. Right. Like, or if it were 9. AM here, that's okay too. Just let me know.
0: Well, or, anytime at the
1: airport. Yeah, yeah, airport's airport exemption. That that's kind of <laughs> that you just get the free pass for that anytime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to definitely we'll put up links because this this is amazing. I am I am actually super excited and and you know normally I would just give you a ton of shit but but for this one I'm like well done. Well done. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. But we'll put links up for all this and hopefully can help at least a little bit spread the word on okay. you know such a cool thing, such a good service. So, and then yeah, look for my for my sign up coming your way and uh, just assume right. that everybody i put on there is family okay
0: okay i got you man or cool. they work for you
1: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly I, I, you know if you could get to tell a veterinary health too that would probably be a the next cool one uh because people pay anything for their pets and it doesn't have to be I, legit so
0: i know i know
1: there's that could be your a, money maker
0: it is a money maker right down here there's a vet or they have the auburn and the alabama room because i live in alabama uh-huh. and you're it's all decorated and they have have the tv on for them and everything and you can you too can pay 60 or 70 bucks a night to have your (laughs) pets right my god people have way more money than i do i don't know where they get it
1: hey i mean i know people that don't even have that much and they'll spend it on their pets though yeah
0: or marble or marble reds
1: there you go (laughs) no shit mike thanks again man throw out your uh, website for us one more time because SkillMill website will link to pretty much all these things, right? You can get to uh, diapers deployments and uh, as well as the telehealth, correct?
0: Yeah. So we have SkillMill.com. It's S-K-I-L-L and then one L and Mill, M-I-L.com. And you can get to the podcast from there and get to telehealth from there. You can also, for the podcast, you can go on spotify or apple the normal places and look up diapers and deployments and you can actually listen to it on youtube uh the diapers and deployments channel but i just put that up two days ago and i don't have all the podcasts up there yet but i will have that done by this weekend and probably in another month from now there'll be some video to the podcast i haven't got as fancy as you yet so no video for me
1: oh gosh well i'm, I'm not looking forward to getting your video on there but i'll, I'll listen
0: <laughs> people may tune out after they think
1: Hey man, oh good. Thanks. It's always good to talk to you and um, hopefully we get to collaborate on some cool stuff. And yeah, man, just congrats again on the podcast and the telehealth.
0: All right. Thanks, man. I look forward to talking to you. I'll talk to you later, Jay.
1: All right, buddy. If you could use an inexpensive and super convenient healthcare option, I definitely recommend checking out Skill Mills Telehealth. For me, when I did the research, it turned out that their program worked well as a supplement to VA medical. So that's the route I went. If you go to their website for the information, skillmail.com, that's S-K-I-L-L-M-I-L.com. Go to the top, click on the telehealth button. And it'll take you to another page with the information on all their programs. Super easy, super easy to sign up. If you click on the get started button, fill in a little bit of basic info. You could even use your referral code Expertish Podcast, in the dropdown. And then from there, they'll take care of you and you're all set. Definitely highly recommend checking that out.